1: American Radio's Daily Defense.
0: Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it.
1: Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Sig Sauer Studios, on the Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom. Mark, Mark Walters, Walter. Sir. Walter. Indeed, Mark Walter is of heck
0: filling your prescription for freedom. I guess, Greg, you have us listed as Whiskey Wednesday today. Is that right? Uh, yes, I do. Are we? We're Whiskey Wednesday today here in the Six Hour Studios at AAR Ranch on this Daniel Defense microphone. It's all being brought to you today and every day by the Great X Insurance. Greg in Dallas, how are you today, my brother from another mother? I am uh, not too bad. Okay, well, we have a lot to talk about today, and I, I've, for the first segment, I have a special guest coming in, because we've only got it for one segment. That's Nikki Goser from Tennessee, who was is, has testified to that Tennessee legislature on more than one occasion, is responsible for changing some law in Tennessee, and is in Tennessee right now and can tell us a little bit about Governor Lee's, uh, well, uh, let's just say special session for gun control, I guess. From a Republican and Greg. When we come back, I'll let you tell people where to watch us live. But we want to go to Nikki Gozer right away. Nikki, how are you? It's good to have you here, as always. How are you doing today?
2: Hey, Mark, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on.
0: I love that. I love every Greg. Every time she comes on, I get the I get that wonderful. Hey, Mark, it just cheers me up. Nick, it just cheers me up. It's good to hear your voice. So you were you sent me a video. You were tell us what's going on at the state house. We have a special session that convened on Monday. And from what I understand, and you correct me if I'm wrong, this was originally called by Lee for a red flag law. But he doesn't like red flag law. He's got due process. It's not like other red flag laws. What is he up to? What is the special session about? And what's going on there today?
2: Sure. Yeah, initially he wanted a red flag law, and now he's kind of tiptoeing and backtracking a little bit. And I guess he's wanting a limited version of the law. Um, It still basically would temporarily restrict an individual's access to firearms, um, basically an extreme risk protection order. And I actually went and spoke at a press conference on Monday with the, um, the DC project women for gun rights. And I explained, look, extreme risk protection orders. You would think if anybody would support something like that, it would be, you know, someone like me, you know, my stalker murdered my husband right in front of me. Right. Um, but I do not. I do not support red flag laws. Extreme risk protection orders are unconstitutional. There is no real due process up front. Um, they're very dangerous. I think that it can actually have some real unintended consequences for victims of violent crime like myself. I mean, I gave myself as an example in the press conference. I said, look, When my husband was murdered, it was horrific. It was awful. I was depressed. Yeah, I had nightmares. I had a very difficult time. Was I suicidal? No. Was I a danger to myself or others? No. But under red flag laws, someone could simply be concerned and say, gosh, you know, we know Nikki's depressed and we know she owns guns. And under that law, my ability to protect myself could be stripped away from me without due process first and i cannot support that it will impact some of the most vulnerable people in society and uh, victims of violent crime you know in tennessee we already have an involuntary commitment law and you know this horrible school shooting at covenant Uh, You know, I feel horrible for these parents, these families, these friends. I have been through it myself. I know what it's like. It happened right in front of me. Um, But that shooter could have been committed, had a family member or a friend or someone recognized, hey, she's got issues. You know, she's really got some serious issues and we believe she's dangerous. She could have been put on a 72-hour hold. Mental health experts would have been involved. She would have gone to court. She would have had due process. But if someone is found dangerous and they are indeed involuntarily committed, then they will not be able to own or possess firearms after that. That so, could have been done, but no one did it.
0: So the red flag law is redundant, and it's just a feel-good. So it, help me, help me understand what Lee... Is up to here he's not running again this is the action of someone that might be seeking moderate votes from the other side that might be seeking another higher office or another seat maybe moving from the governor to a Senate seat or wanting to run for president to my knowledge Lee is none of that what's he what's he trying to accomplish here any idea hard to get in his head I know but I try to help me understand
2: you know I think that governor Lee is is a good man. I think, um, I personally think he's got a good heart. He's a Christian man. He's all about forgiveness and, you know, second chances. And, and look, I, I understand that. There are some situations where, where, um, you know, that, that's important, but I, you know, I think he's just trying to pacify some of these very loud Gun control people, and they are very organized, and they are very loud. And I tell people, we have got to organize and stand up for our Constitution and our basic human right of self-defense. And if you are sitting at home listening to this or in your vehicle driving down the road, I'm here to tell you, you may not think that you can do anything as one individual, but you can. You can. All you have to do... All you have to do is is care enough to contact your legislator, write your newspaper, get involved in your community and speak out and be professional about it. I wouldn't go on and and do some of this stuff that the gun control people are doing with the shouting and the causing a huge scene and protest, you know, violent protest. I don't believe that's helpful. But use your voice to make change so that good law abiding people can protect themselves in more places. My message is to stop focusing on guns. Violence is a behavior. It's not an object. They need to legislators need to focus on mental health resources and holding criminals accountable. And we, we need to harden school security and have a backup plan. And I think the backup plan needs to be Hey, we've got teachers here. They're law-abiding people. We trust them with our kids every day. If they want to get trained, if they want to carry a firearm to protect those kids, then let them.
0: You know, my guess, Nikki, is is that Lee is doing kind of what Scott did in Florida. Of course, Scott was running for Senate at the time Parkland happened. And he signed up a package of gun control bills, as you know. He was trying to appease the media because the media coverage was so intense. It's my guess. That Lee just wants people to like him, and whether he's outgoing or not, just wants to try to appease the media. And you talk about the other side being loud. The only reason they're loud is because they have the media giving them a, a voice. And but, but that's powerful, because that's what people see. And when ABC and NBC, so we can CBS and MSDNC and CNN, lol, hammer you with that all day long, it, it sends the message that these people are louder and bigger than they actually are, right? And I, I think Lee kind of caved to that a little bit. So with the limited time we have left with you in this segment, I do thank you so much. I know how busy you are today. Thanks for coming on today. I appreciate it. It doesn't look yeah, like no. anything's going to move gun control-wise in Tennessee. Was this all for not? hopefully?
2: Um, you know I, I I think the gun control portion will not go anywhere um, I'm hoping that they do make some changes um, as far as you know mental health resources we need additional resources um you know a lot of these mental health uh, facilities institutions have been closed for decades we need them back we need them back we need resources um, and you know our criminal justice system I can tell you from you know personal experience our criminal justice system does not really hold criminals um accountable like they should and they need to because it it makes a huge difference in society and crime rates
0: your husband's murderer has an outdate doesn't he mind boggling to me but he actually has an outdate does he not
2: yes yeah he's going to be released yeah in 2029 i believe yeah
0: how do you plan a murder, ladies and gentlemen, clearly planned in advance, and then get out? You're right, Nikki. It doesn't hold anybody accountable. This guy should never, ever, ever see the light of day ever again. In my estimation, he should have been put to death. That's just my humble opinion. You and I have talked about this many, many, many times. Nikki, we're getting ready to take our first break, and I know you've got to go. Thanks for jumping on here with us today. I do appreciate it very much. We'll chat with you soon. we we'll want to get you on the MonsterCast here coming up in the very, very near future, hopefully within the next couple of weeks. We'll reach out to you and talk about that off air. Ladies and gentlemen, when we come back, that's Nikki Gosser, by the way. Nikki, thank you. When we come back, I want to go through, the Democrats went crazy when they smell blood in the water, and it's about gun control. I'll tell you what they asked for in this special session when we come back on the next segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense here in the Sig Sauer Studios on the Daniel Defense mics, it's all brought to you by X-Insurance. And then we're going to go to Jersey, Missouri and have some fun. We'll be back.
6: Daniel Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide and designed, engineered and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Oh my gosh, welcome back. Good heavens.
0: x Insurance is presenting office. i am a little distracted during the break because here at AAR Ranch in these Sig Sauer studios. Greg in the chat. Let's let's take this opportunity before I get uh, before I get going to set this up but tell people where they can watch the show and participate in the chat because the chat's got some funny stuff in it today. i got to be honest with you. I love this stuff. Go ahead.
7: Yeah, sure. Uh, Head on over to armedamericanradio.org or .com. uh, Across the top of that website, you're going to see the Watch Live link, the c Market 1080p. You're going to see the Listen Live link. You're going to see the the podcast link to get caught up on anything you may have missed and the uh, Shop link if you want to support the show. Now, if you want to join our live chat, well, you've got to head on over to your app store, whether it's the Apple iStore or the... uh, uh the Google Play Store, and pick up the Telegram messaging app, and what you do there is create your profile and just search for Armed American Radio Conversations. Uh, but the chat is really entertaining us during the break. The chat is entertaining right
0: now, and it's fun. I'll just set this up because I'm I'm wearing these stupid cans on my head again—the radio cans. I gotta tell you, I love the sound of them. I do. They're better. They are better, but it, you know, there's a there's a meme in here from Scott and I got to give him a shout out. Showtime. He's got a photograph of me, a screenshot of me on camera yesterday. I know it was yesterday cuz the shirt that I was wearing. Yep. And it's me with my cans laughing. It's a good picture. And it says Showtime. Join the chat and make fun of Mark's cans. And but below the picture if you look carefully, it's the Mystery Science Theater. Yeah. Remember that show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With the goofy space guy and the guy and the little sh- I don't even know what kind of cre- the robot and the and the alien or whatever it was. Yeah. Absolutely hilarious! Where they would watch a, a like a C grade movie, of an F D grade. grade movie, an F grade movie, <laughs> and sit there and rag it for the entire hour of the program. And my wife and I used to watch that and just laugh like crazy. Yeah. So Scott, genius with the meme in there, guys. Check out the chat. Go over to Telegram. Sign up over there. And you'll have some fun with it, you guys do a great job. I really do appreciate it.
7: What's even more I'll, more cool about the details of that one specific meme is that and Scott had to point this out to me is that he took everyone's profile picture and silhouetted it, and that's what's sitting in the chair watching the actual show, watching Mark with his over the ear cans.
0: I can't even call him over the ear cans. I got to call him over the head cans. <laughs> So if you're watching me, you know what I'm talking about. And I've got an X hat on. And this is funny, too, because it has a signature on it. And my kids are always ragging me. Um, Dad, is that your signature? Yes, it is. So you're wearing a hat with your own signature on it? Yep. Who would do that? I don't know. Well, I would do it. And the reason I do it is because uh, it was for somebody that never picked it up. So I'm not going to throw it away. So I just wear it. So my kids are always laughing at me about that. He's wearing a hat that's got his own signature on it. Oh, good heavens. So if you want to rag me and have some fun, chat, yeah, I'm all for it. <laughs> go go, do it. I love it. I'm having it. And there's another Breaking Bad thing in there with uh, yeah. the, oh, it's just absolutely hilarious. You guys do a great job. Scott next. does a great it's job different. on the memes. Yeah, it's Everybody fun, else, appreciate. too. And it's clear, ladies and gentlemen, that we do communicate with you in the chat while we're live on the air. We get a lot of great comments and all that stuff, and we're doing it right now, and we're shouting you out. Okay, let's go back to Tennessee quickly here, because I want to take you to Missouri, then I want to take you to Jersey, then I want to take you to Massachusetts. That's going to be the crux of the show today. We're going to hit a few states. But when you mention potential gun control to a Democrat in a special session, what do you think happens? Oh, they go nuts. Oh, yeah. They go nuts. I mean, this is when you get everything that the Democrats can throw at the wall, right? Mm -hmm. We have a special session. Let's make it look to our constituents like we're trying to do something. Right. And I I like to hearken back to and I don't remember her name, but out of Duval County in Florida years ago, you had a lunatic Democrat who I put right up at par with Sheila Jackson Lee in Texas. One of your illustrious reps down there in Texas. Sorry about that. Yeah. Not my fault. But She. She actually threw out a bill, legitimate. I mean, she filed a bill to require you to take anger management courses to buy ammo, get a certification that you passed an anger management class and then have to re-up it about every five years in order to buy ammo. And she was serious about this. You can't make this stuff up. So when you give Democrats an open door, and this is what Lee did by calling for a special session. In particular, he was going after that red flag that he doesn't like to call a red flag, even though it is a red flag. Just more gobbledygook, more doublespeak from a politician. Still trying to wrap my head around why he did it. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Unless he stated, I'm going to run for president because I can't run for another term in Tennessee here. Then I could see why he might want to do that. I would disagree with him vehemently, but it, at least it would throw some. It, it would it would give me a re. I, I would understand at least what he was trying to pull. But in this case, I I don't, because I don't understand why. And, I, and Nikki had a tough time with that one too. We really don't know why he did what he did. Uh, moving on from that, but here's what the Democrats threw. At. Tennessee's special session, House Bill 7001, Senate Bill 7068, specifying that classes that qualify as training for issuance of an enhanced handgun carry permit or concealed handgun carry permit must include training on the use of gun locks. Training on the use of gun locks? So they want you to get certified that you know how to use a gun lock? Therefore, this is part of the bill, classes that don't explicitly address those gun locks would no longer be certified by the state for permitting purposes. You shouldn't have to have a class to exercise a constitutional right anyway. You can't make this stuff up, ladies and gentlemen. This is what you get when you give Democrats an opening. House Bill 7047, Senate Bill, Companion Bill 7011 creates a Class E felony Oh, wait, let's go back to 7001 and 7068 for just a second. Show me the criminal, Greg, that's going to take a class and get certified in gun lock procedure and
7: instruction. Uh, they probably, Can you help me with that? They're doing that in their criminal den, so I
0: wonder if that right, counts. We, I'm glad you mentioned that because that's where I was going to go next. I like to use that that analogy. Picture the criminals in their criminal den, criminaling all day long, planning their next robbery, and putting their handguns up for the night, safely storing them, and then having one guy fumbling with his gun lock and the other criminal going, oh, you must not have gotten your certification. You don't know how to use that lock. Let me explain how to do it. I have my certification. Said no criminal ever. So who does this attack, of course? Law-abiding citizens. House Bill 7047, Senate Bill 7011 creates a Class E felony of threatened Mass violence for the reckless handling, displaying or discharging of a firearm while operating or as a passenger in a motor vehicle. We're getting ready to take a break. We'll tackle that one when we come back. And we've got one, two, three, four, five, six more to cover what the Democrats wanted out of this special session in the state of Tennessee. When we come back from the break, we'll go into that because that in and of itself is very vague. What does that even mean? We'll talk about give the Democrats an opening and they're going to throw everything they can at the wall. Get none of it, but run on it and fundraise off of it because, gosh, they are just so self-righteous. They're at least trying to do something that will do nothing. We'll be right back. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Yes, welcome back to the show. Mark Walters at AAR Ranch in the 6 Sauer Studios here at the ranch. In this hour on the Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone. And it's all being brought to you by the great X-Insurance Hope you're watching the show. Just don't do it while you're driving. Greg told you how to do that. Just visit armedamericanradio.com, and you can click watch live, or you can click listen live, whatever floats your boat. You can check us out at Opslands and other venues. You can watch us on your Apple TVs, television sets, devices on a lot of different venues. I don't even know how to do it anymore. But that's a start. That'll take you where you need to go. Back to Tennessee. House Bill 7047, talking about the Democrats, the special session that was called Monday by Bill Lee. As uh, a push for gun control for red flag laws in Tennessee. There's no other way around that. That's what it is. He can call it whatever he wants. He can say whatever he wants, but that's what it is. 7047 in Companion Senate Bill 7011 creates a Class E felony of threatened mass violence for the reckless handling, displaying, or discharging of a firearm while operating or as a passenger in a motor vehicle. I guess that's pretty subjective. Can you not handle your firearm as a passenger lawfully in a vehicle? Does that mean a passing vehicle sees the gun in the car? Not sure what that means. That's subjective stuff. And I'm not sure what of threatened mass violence for the reckless handling or displaying. So I'm assuming here, and I hate to assume, but based on the way this is worded, they can assume that you're threatening mass violence if someone sees you handling a firearm in a car greg is that the way you read into that too
7: it's it's very poorly worded and i could only see you know you get in with your uh, your concealed pistol in and you sit down and it's uncomfortable as you're going down the road so you decide to maneuver yourself so that you can remove it from wherever it's at maybe it's inside the waistband and someone, someone sees you doing that and all of a sudden they think that and, and they think you're, you know, threatening something. I, I almost akin this to maybe they should have used the word brandishing. All right. Well, hold on. Let's, I'm glad
0: you brought That's a good example. Let's 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 dig into that. So somebody's driving down the road and sees you. And that's a good that's also a good example. Good analogy. Someone takes their firearm out of the, you know, the holstered firearm out maybe to set it in the center console, right, mm-hmm. or between the seat, or wherever they're putting it, legally,
7: legally carrying your firearm. Maybe as they a have a mouse person. that they can take it out of their holster. Right. I have all
0: those things. Yeah. Maybe I'm shifting positions. I took my gun out today as I was shifting positions before I got out at Walmart. And if you're watching the show today, I actually bought this shirt at Walmart today. Yeah. Couldn't believe it. It was clearance for five bucks. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I bought the, a, lot, a lot of weight. It's a little bit bigger than I would have liked it, but that's okay. I, I, can't, I can't stand tight fitting clothes ever since I was a kid. I hate that. But I did the same thing. So if somebody sees that everybody's got a phone in their car now 911. Yeah, I'm driving down Route 5 and some guy just pulled his gun out in the car. Well, do you have, can you have a description of the vehicle? What's your location? Yeah, you know, I've got a pretty easy license plate, 2A something. I won't tell you what else it is live on the radio, but, yeah, it's a, it's a white Corvette with a 2A blank license plate. Next thing you know, I'm getting pulled over. Now, I'm looking at the potential of a Class E felony. I don't know what Class E is in Tennessee. I don't care. I'm focusing on the word felony. That's a game changer, isn't it, Greg. Sure is. So now you're in a position where you're pulled over by more than one vehicle, likely. It's not going to be a friendly stop. It's likely going to be a felony stop. Yeah. Where you're out, walk back to me, get on your knees, put your hands on your head, the whole nine yards. For what? For being a law-abiding citizen that maybe maneuvered your firearm in a way to get, make it a little bit more comfortable or even safer than maybe than it was? You can, you, can, you can read a lot into this stuff. Now, according to, I guess this is an ILA report, Institute for Legislative Action, this legislation could seemingly sweep in conduct such as a person or passenger moving guns around in their car, see, we're reading it live, in a completely non-threatening manner. Under current Tennessee law, threatening someone with a firearm from a motor vehicle is already aggravated assault and is a Class C felony. So I'm going to guess the difference between a Class C and a Class E felony is going to be punishment. Felony is a felony the level of felony will determine what the punishment is. So to make this point with the Democrats, it's not good enough. Nothing's ever good enough. It's already law if you're threatening someone, but the way they want to write it is it doesn't even have to be seen as threatening. And you, ladies and gentlemen, are the one that now finds yourself going through a felony stop on the side of a
7: highway or the side of a neighborhood road, wherever it was. Well, and and think about this also. This just came to my head. You know, we've, we're currently living in very um, uh, tumultuous times, and anyone that is a Karen that knows these laws exist could maliciously, just like a red flag law... Oh, of course. ...report you knowing that this is a felony and that you'll, if convicted, which is quite possible just due to their testimony and what they say and what they saw, it's, he, sh- he said, she said... Uh, potentially have your firearm rights stripped from you because they simply just reported you making this adjustment within a vehicle, and they will claim that you were uh, brandishing it towards them or you were uh, threatening them. Uh, Well, you're, I mean, let's be real. No one would do that. Oh, Not at all, you
0: know. No, and no one would swat a sitting U.S. congressperson either. Uh, exactly. Or for that matter, to be fair, no one would swat a moron soy boy like uh, David Hogg either, would they? Not at all. It happens all the time. So, yeah, that is legit. And there are people out there like that. Of course, that's our big concern. One of our big concerns with red flag laws overall anyway is just that. And the the easy example to point out there, ladies and gentlemen, is a, oh, let's just say a really ticked off ex uh, or a, a strange spouse, right? Maybe they don't like your bumper sticker. Maybe they don't like the fact you're trying to take the kids away, yep. and will likely succeed. Disparate people do
7: disparate things, don't they? Yeah, it, it's we're we're in like I said, we're in tumultuous times. I have people on Instagram that c- constantly try to tag me in with the FBI for things that I post. They're simply trying to get me on the FBI's radar.
0: You're already on the FBI's radar, oh, so I wouldn't worry about that. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about that. <laughs> Not much you can do about that already. You know me, too, and that's a problem for you as well. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. House <laughs> Bill, let's keep going. House Bill 7056, Senate Bill Companion 7049, expands the offense of aggravated stalking to include persons who purchase a semi-automatic rifle or attempt to use a semi-automatic rifle for the course and furtherance of stalking. The legislation attempts to carve out lawful semi-automatic firearms for different treatment under the law. That begs this question right out of the gate. Who determines what the rifle was purchased for? Who makes that determination? I don't have the answer to that. Someone that doesn't like you. Correct. And the vagueness of these things is where people get caught up in the law and find themselves part of the judicial system that they don't want anything to do with and didn't do anything wrong. Now they have to, you know, now they're the test case, right?
7: Mm-hmm.
0: Tens of thousands of dollars, loss of home, job, income, reputation mm-hmm. that you're never going to get back even after you win. That's what you have to go through. When we come back from the break, we'll continue on. With some, These are so good, I'm, I'm actually spending a little bit more time on this than I thought we would, but that's okay. We have plenty of time to go to Missouri. We have plenty of time to go to Massachusetts. And we have plenty of time to go to New Jersey, and we will do that. Uh, hopefully, well, I don't think we, we might stick on this for just a few minutes because keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, we're not talking about New Jersey or California or Illinois or Washington State or Hockles, New York or Maryland or Massachusetts. We're talking about Tennessee, bright red Tennessee. And this is what the Democrats are doing. And the reason they're doing it is because the door was pushed open by a Republican pro-gun governor. All right, we'll be right back.
6: This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Yeah,
0: back to the show. Mark Walters at AAR Ranch, Sig Sauer Studios. Daniel Defense, Mike fired up for you. X-Insurance presents it all. Make sure to check out all of our partners, please, at ArmedAmericanRadio.com. And you can check out ArmedAmericanNews.com for all the latest that Lee, the gun writer, Williams, is writing up over there. Current stuff that matters. Not a bunch of nonsense. Separate, We separate news from opinion over there. You get straight news, you get opinion. And we've actually got links for opinion and news. We don't mix the two like the mainstream press does. Bunch of liars, fake news reporters. Over at Armed American News, you get the real deal. Make sure to check out all of our partners, please. You heard Defender Coffee a little while ago. Defender Coffee is real deal. Uh, I have, My wife actually made me a cup of Defender Coffee today, Greg. that it's usually the other way around. But that's because I'm usually up earlier. But nonetheless, had a big old cup of Defender Coffee, supported the Second Amendment. Promo code AAR, com. Heaven's Harvest, if you need some food. Uh, spoke to Jessica Jarvis today. She's at another dealer show in Fort Worth, North American Arms, Greg, today. And it was kind of interesting because uh, when she called, she said, I have a note to call you about Armed American Radio between 2.30 and 4.00 today. Were we supposed to do something? I couldn't remember, and neither could she. So anyway, that was a great opportunity for me to remind you about the gold, the 24 karat gold-plated revolvers over there at North American Arms. They are really cool. Go check them out at NorthAmericanArms.com or NAA Minis takes you to the same place. Great firearms. If you can buy them individually. You can buy the three- or four-gun set with the case. Really cool stuff. All of our partners, all of them, visit all of them at ArmedAmericanRadio.com. All right, back to Tennessee. Uh, wrap up this hour with Tennessee here. 7056 expands the events of aggregated. So we saw that. Okay. House Bill 7074, Senate Bill 7044, and House Bill 7075, and Senate Bill 7043. Get all that? Mm-hmm. Include several safe storage provisions that control. How? Listen to this. That control how individual Tennesseans keep firearms. What that means is that control how law-abiding individual Tennessee citizens keep firearms. Because, again, we'll go back to our criminal den. Oh, we have to keep our firearms locked up. Everybody meet at the criminal den at 10. We're going out to commit some crimes. We've got all of our guns locked up at the criminal den. Everybody meet there at 930. We'll talk about what we're going to do. Said no criminal gang ever. Simple analogy, but effective. You have to be a certain level of stupid to believe that something like that is going to reduce crime. It is not. And if you believe it's going to, there's likely no help for you. You should probably seek some type of treatment. Because if you honestly believe a criminal is going to follow that law, well, you might want to go see a shrink. Oh, that's a bad. Can you even say shrink today? Are you allowed to say that? Is that derogatory? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't want to get canceled for saying shrink. House Bill 7079 requires a federally licensed firearm dealer to install a firearm safety device on a firearm before delivering the firearm to a purchaser if the purchaser is not a federally licensed firearm dealer. Greg, can you help me here? I don't know what, let me go back to that. Yeah, let's hear that again. Let's go back to that. House Bill 7079 requires a federally licensed firearm dealer to install a firearm safety device on a firearm before delivering the firearm to a purchaser if the purchaser, purchaser is
7: not a federally licensed dealer themselves. So this sounds to me, now that you, ref- you said it again you repeated it, it sounds to me that a customer has to receive a firearm from an FFL lock. with a lock on it. Unless the customer is an FFL themselves, which presents an interesting uh, case here, being as though a lot of FFLs, well, maybe not a lot, but quite a few, are run out of their homes. So there's not, a, uh, not a, an establishment they take it to other than their home. Well, I have a,
0: I have a bigger question. What FFL is going to go to a gun shop and buy a gun? None. none. They buy them from the manufacturer. And get them at wholesale price. Yep. I'm an FFL, but I'm going to go down and buy a gun from my competitor.
7: Certain level of stupidity, ladies and gentlemen. It's a not thinking it completely through kind of a mentality.
0: It's not thinking it at all. It's throw it at the wall and see what sticks. House Bill seventy ninety, Senate Bill seventy forty requires the Department of Safety to use its existing permanent electronic overhead informational displays located on the interstate system to provide messages that encourage the safe storage of firearms. Oh my God!
7: So basically, the uh, LED <sighs> uh, billboards that let you know when there's the traffic alerts, issues, yeah, traffic issues, construction
0: issues, accidents. Uh, Missing child, wanted fugitive, you
4: land know, closures,
0: right, construction stuff. Like that. Yeah, but let's throw in gun storage mm-hmm. on that mm-hmm. because you are so stupid. Phew, man, oh man! Because tech needs
7: something else to do. It is. It is so ridiculous
0: that it's it's almost fun to talk about. Yeah, I don't get angry at this stuff anymore. It's just it. Why? It's just talk radio hosts go speechless. I mean, House Bill 7098, Senate Bill 7026 establishes the Tennessee voluntary Tennessee volunteers. That's kind of interesting. Do not sell firearms list to prohibit the possession, transportation and sale of firearms to any person who is voluntarily admitted to a public or private hospital or treatment resource for diagnosis, observation and treatment of a mental illness or serious emotional disturbance, and voluntarily registers to be enrolled to the list. Is is any of that mentioned there on, on, on your forearm? No, and I don't think any of those criminals in the den are doing that either.
7: Yeah, I didn't think so.
0: Time is getting away from us, and good timing here because we're at the end of this nonsense. House Bill 7099, House Bill 7100, Senate Bill 7029, and House Bill 7101, Senate Bill 7042. You got that? So-called red flag gun confiscation legislation requiring firearms surrender without due process. So through all those bills, all thanks to Bill Lee and his call for a red flag law, but that he doesn't want to call a red flag law because his red flag law is different than all the other red flag laws in 21 states that are confiscatory and screw you out of your due process because you don't even know you're being accused of something which is un-American on its face, and turns our system of jurisprudence upside down and our Constitution right on its head, literally. And that's what Bill Lee did. And because Bill Lee kicked the door open, the nonsense that we just went through with you is what the Democrats have thrown at the Tennessee special session this week. None of it is going to move. But it doesn't matter because the Democrats will be able to fundraise off of it, run on it. This is what we're trying to do. this is what the Republicans aren't doing. He opened the door and just let the Democrats come running in. Okay, guys, come on in. All you goofball Democrats, throw everything you want at the wall. It's not none of it's going to move. But that's okay. You can run on it and fundraise off of it. And you can rag all of us and try to make us look bad because the media certainly will help you do that. Six minutes after, on the flip side, we'll be back. We're going to Missouri. We're going to Massachusetts. And we're going to Jersey